All right, check my check one two. I love this little recorder. I really do. I'm sorry um, if I'm making loud noises here. Welcome everybody back to the podcast, um, the Zero for Hire podcast. You know what? I ain't even gonna fuss with the name no more. And, and I appreciate everybody who jumped into the Telegram group and gave some suggestions because uh, it shows me you guys care, and I and I appreciate that. But um, yeah, I guess right now we'll just say. The Zero for Hire podcast. Uh, defend the right to go. Okay, I'm on. I'm on Facebook for no reason. Got to get off Facebook. So I've had a great day, and um, I've I've got some some things to talk about. The reason I said I had a great day was first of all, let's get this out of the way. Um, did you see that new Tucker Tucker on Twitter? Definitely uh, this season's version of the Twitter files. We'll see how how well it goes, how long it goes. Um, Tucker's video came out today, and it got 3 million views by the time I got to it. (laughs) It Like, somebody posted it, and I looked at my phone, and I was like, oh, Tucker, okay, let's check that out. I've been waiting, because I was just listening to a podcast where they were asking, you know, where is he? You know, I thought he was going to be on Twitter, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, all of a sudden, there it is. It came out. And uh, what does he come out talking about? The UFO whistleblower. Now, I haven't been following the news a couple of days. So, I hadn't been following the, the UFO whistleblower. His name is David Grush. And um, he's been working for the government and been briefed about things related to UFOs and alien life. Now, because I was introduced to this idea on Tucker, I'm going to sit back and absorb some of the information. Now, because this guy, David Grush, has been a whistleblower, that means he has to be, he has to have been talking to someone. So I found two or three videos where he was talking about this this thing that's going on and I and I don't have all the details yet I'm just this is the beginning but I will uh I'll be watching these videos and then I'll probably be picking up on it again later because it sounds it seems to me like this is going to be the beginning of a wave of conversations very similar to what we had last year with AI and chat GPT as it was on the rise. Um, Webmaster Josh brought AI to my attention in January of 2022. And we spent the better part of a year checking in, playing around, poking around with it. By the time we got to 2023, we were sick of it. And then it was like all of a sudden everybody else was talking about it. And uh, yeah, it was a wild ride. And then all of a sudden, you know, we had people who were like downloading it to their computers and we learned all these codes and all these cool hacks and stuff, but eventually it fizzled out because AI, eh, it's rough, ain't it? It's rough. I'm going to have to pause this for a second. All right. All right. I'm back. <clears throat> Try to find a note. <coughs> there was a, um, an article that I heard about. It was like the history of AI and, um, 
they were going in detail about how AI has been tried throughout the decades and it's it's always failed for specific reasons. Anyways, um, it boils down to you can't replicate the word. You can't replicate speech. And I think that's profound because everything, all of our reality is based on the word. It, Christ is the word. It, that's that's how reality was built by God's word. And so with with AI, with people being able like grasping at that for decades, hundreds of years maybe, and not being able to come to any sort of real conclusion, I think speaks a lot about where we are um, in the scientific world and spiritually. You know, Satan can't create life and he's always been trying to be like God. But that's the one thing he can't do. He can't create life. And so why wouldn't he be trying to have some sort of artificial thing? Like, I always felt like the digital space is an artificial version of reality that we just haven't mastered. And I think it's uh, I think it's demonic. I really do. I think it's a demonic version of reality. Um, so with that, with that being said, let's get into, uh, the, the whistleblower notes, because I took some notes based on what was being said. And like I said, there's a lot of convert, there's a lot of, um, uh, research I need to do still. Everything that I have in my notes today are from years of research in the past and this is a lot of like conspiracy theories and old theories that I had thrown out the window. And I ended up having like two hour long conversations um, with two different people, an hour long conversation with two different people about these topics afterwards. So basically, um, we're just going to run down the list. David Grush, he says that the government has a UFO harvesting program where when UFOs crash, they retrieve it. And that they've been trying to reverse engineer this technology for decades um, in order to create new styles of militaristic weapons. So basically, um, it's the movie with Will Smith, July 4th, or Independence Day. Yeah, it's that. So he comes out, and um, he admits it, and it's all over the media now. Like people are actually talking about it. And my first thought was like, didn't we didn't we already do this in 2019? Like we were already talking about there's aliens and stuff. But I think like mostly we forgot about it because of the pandemic. And um, I had a friend send me like a some weird document talking about these things that were going to happen. And then at the end of the document, it was like, and then that's when the aliens are going to come. And I was like, see, that's where you lost me. And I threw it out the window. But, like, here we are again, <laughs> mainstream media. Uh, Tucker Carlson's first episode opens with the retrieval of unidentified flying objects, alien spacecrafts. Now, they're saying non-human built. They're not saying alien. Uh, they're saying non-human built. Now, we're supposed to infer that it's alien, um, and it could be more than that. It could be something else completely. But that's what we got. So why is the government taking this seriously now? And specifically, why is the media taking this seriously now? Because when it came out in 2019, nobody wanted to talk about it. Nobody cared. Um, but I just saw on Twitter that the FBI said that they can't guarantee the safety of this guy who's a whistleblower. So basically, like the FBI wants to kill this guy for talking about it, even though we've already had this conversation in 2019 and nobody cared. 
So I think it's interesting that all of a sudden the the government and the press wants to talk about this topic. I've seen senators talking to the press about it. I've seen congressmen talking to the press about it. This is like a big deal because before like nobody was like, oh, OK, nobody cared. Now they're pressing and, and people seem embarrassed and they're giving that nervous chuckle laugh when things are true, but we're not supposed to know there's true. So something's going on. Something's going on. This is definitely a distraction of some kind and a cover up at the same time. But we just don't have all the pieces. We've had a heavy amount of these reports for the fat last few years up until the pandemic. And then the pandemic just kind of covered up everything. So where are we now? Um, now I'm looking at old alien conspiracy theories for common threads. Because we were supposed to be past the alien conversation. We weren't supposed to be talking about this anymore. Now that door is back open, that can of worms is open again. So now we got to kind of take inventory of the old alien conspiracy theories that we already have. And um, so what, what do we know about aliens besides like what they're supposed to look like? Because I don't think that part's important. Um, I think we have alien abduction and kidnapping. That's what they're known for. They're known for experimentation. So experimenting on people. Um, then we get some horrific stuff like drinking of blood, draining of blood, um, torturing people in the experimentation. Um, there's a part of the brain that gets inflamed when you're in pain. And a lot of these uh, reports are that bodies are being found with that part of the brain inflamed. So that means this person died in horrible pain. Um, that, that was the kind of stuff that made me stop looking into alien phenomenon because I was like, this is really dark and I don't like it. And it gets darker. You get, you get the stories of the lizard people and human skin. Think about that TV show V from back in the day. Um, you got shapeshifters, you know, these, these creatures that are malevolent in nature. All of these are common threads. Yes, you have the tiny little green, tiny little gray men, that kind of stuff. Um, but like I said, I don't think that's the thing that we should be looking at so much as the, hu the, the aliens among us theory. V is from the 80s or the late 70s. I think it's from the early 80s. And they did remake it. Um, I, stopped, I stopped watching it um, after a few episodes because they were like really big on like torture and skinning people. And it was just way too much for me. It was way too dark. It was like this lady was an alien queen or something. She was just evil. But like just the fact they kept skinning people in every episode or torturing people in some way. And I don't I can't consume media that's just real big on that. So I stopped watching the 90s version of V. But then I found out that the show is just being remade from an 80s show. And I'm like, dog, that's kind of a big deal. Because when I first found out about aliens, it was in the early 2000s. Lizard people is what I'm saying. It was in the early 2000s, there were all these conspiracy theories, you know, and then when uh, the QAnon stuff came out, and we have uh, all these QAnon conspiracy theories about global elites and adrenochrome and stuff, I'm like, well, that's just the lizard people thing rehashed, and it was all the same information, it was just repackaged with Hillary Clinton and, you know, the elites, and so we have to look at that stuff, too. Um, the media seems hostile to this topic. 
and I expect them to continue to get a little more hostile. Like right now, I think it's like, hey, this is a cool thing we're allowed to talk about. But I think as time goes on and they're not allowed to talk about it now that like, the FBI is like, hey, we can't guarantee the safety of the guy doing this. Like all of a sudden people are going to become hostile to this concept. Maybe, maybe not. I know a few years ago when we talked about this other stuff. It, OK, so let's look at the list of things that now that we've talked about this short list of common threads and in, in alien stuff. And I, I'll just reiterate because I kind of rambled that abduction and kidnap experimentation, drinking or draining of blood, uh, lizards and human skin, shapeshifters, and they are malevolent in nature. Those are all common threads that I've seen in, in, or heard about in all of the alien stories. Um, then this is the stuff that's in the last few years seems to set off the liberal media to like an irrational anger. Okay. It's this kind of stuff. You have Trump derangement syndrome. I don't know why Trump sets them off the way they do, but he does. So we have to consider that. Uh, the death of Jeffrey Epstein. There was this meme. It was a joke. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. It's not a joke like, haha. it's a joke. It was, it was like a precursor to Let's Go Brandon. Like, you guys keep telling us that he hung himself, but like, no, nah, he didn't kill himself. And, and the media was at odds with, with everybody on that one. Epstein Island and the conspiracies surrounding pedophile elites. You're not allowed to talk about that in media. People have lost their careers. People have been hurt. Um, people have been through the ringer over that conversation. And a lot of it circles around media. The media does not want you talking about pedophile elites um, or the Epstein Island conspiracy stuff. Um, what, what is this? I don't know why it says Cuban. I must have I said something wrong. But uh, conspiracy theories involving lizard people. That sets them off. Oh, QAnon, not Cuban. QAnon conspiracy theories involving lizard people just sets off the media for some reason. Adre any adrenochrome conspiracy sets off the media. Uh, striking down Roe v. Wade and anything anti-abortion sets off the media. Um, and and as a as a point, as a, like a finer point here, do you remember that story that came out a few years ago where um, it was like a Project Veritas style video? I don't know if it was Project Veritas or just Project Veritas style. But these people had caught these officials on tape talking about selling aborted fetuses and aborted fetus parts on the black market. And they were they were exposing this as a whistleblower operation. And Kamala Harris sent them to prison and she tried to have them put in prison. Because she was the prosecuting attorney on that. Um, that was evil. And they were trying to put the, the, the whistleblowers in prison over that stuff. So, like, it's weird that that's, this is the stuff that sets off the media. You'd think this is stuff that they would be wanting to get to the bottom to, but all of this stuff is stuff they will stonewall you on. What else we got? There, there is no end in sight for human trafficking. For as much shnishna as people be talking about human trafficking, there is no end in sight. You never hear about any high-level officials being taken down. You never hear about anybody going to prison. The closest we ever got was Jeffrey Epstein, and then they put that other girl in jail, Gazelle, whatever her name is. She's got all the goods, and they put her in prison, but they didn't televise. They televised the the, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, but they didn't televise the, 
Gazelle, whatever her name is, trial. And she's she's the one that's supposed to have all the goods on the pedophiles. So, like, we're, st- we're still watching people try to slowly chip away at that. But don't talk to the media about it because they don't want to hear it. There's no real solution or progress on the human trafficking front. They're talking about how the border is like the worst. That's just an open port for human trafficking. And there are hot spots in all American cities. And it's the biggest industry. And the only thing you never hear about is the end user. You never hear about the consumer. You hear about the victims and it's it's good because you need to know about the victims. But you never hear about the victims being rescued. You never hear about the consumer. I want to know who are these people that are supposed to be getting put in prison. But you never hear about that. And the media is not interested. There's a video circulating around TikTok about a whistleblower who uncovered a pedophile ring online. And he hacked into this server somehow on the dark web and found all these horrific, you know, pedophile um, material and illegal stuff and sent it to the media and sent it to some people in government. And once it went through legal, they just they wouldn't touch it. Because there's like some high level government people involved. So this guy is going around a podcast telling his story about how he has access to all these IP addresses, all these people's names, where to get the pedophiles, where to get the consumers, and nobody will touch it. So, are all of these things connected? I tend to think yes, and in some weird ways. I'm going to tell you the weirdest thing that ever crossed my mind. Keep all that stuff, all that horrible, terrible stuff I just told you. Keep that in mind. Just hold that in the, in, in the bag on, in one hand. Worst thing that ever crossed my mind. What if... Oh, I got to throw another concept at you real quick. I believe it's called Project Blue Book. I cannot remember, and I still need to re- uh, do some more research to try to find out what it's called. But there is a book that's talks about the relationship between the government and aliens that live here on the planet. And and in exchange for technological information, these aliens, malevolent aliens, require human sacrifice. They require body parts. They require blood. There's a story about them bathing in blood. They consume it. Like, that's, that's how they rejuvenate or something. It's really dark and nasty. But there's it's, there's some sort of like book or journal, and I believe it's Project Blue Book, but I can't I cannot fully tell you. I think it has something to do with Project Blue. I gotta find out the name of it, and then once I remember the name, because it it was on an old old back when YouTube used to allow conspiracy theories. That's where I found it. So maybe it's like somewhere in the deep recesses of Reddit or something. But there's like this um, this journal or this book that that in detail talks about the relationship between the government and malevolent alien species that requires blood and human sacrifice, right? And you hear that and you say, that sounds demonic because it does. And it is, if it's true, but it also sounds like the lizard people conspiracy theory, right? So let's just for a second, assume all that's true, right? The governments of the world have these, packs with malevolent beings that require human sacrifice and stuff it would make sense that 
if this is aliens or demons or whatever, I think there's a dark spiritual element, some, some, some sort of ritualistic thing going on that connects them the same way that like Lord vampires connect to lower vampires. You know, so it's like as people get higher into these dark dealings, they'll bring their assistants and, you know, they'll bring other people in, new tech CEOs, new celebrities or whatever. And, you know, it's kind of like a pyramid scheme where you bring in new people, but then you have a certain amount of power over them or you have some sort of spiritual connection to them. And they're all, you know, getting connected and, and in tune with these demon aliens. And then let's say you start, I don't know, cutting off their regular supply of adrenochrome by exposing a huge pedophile ring. That would be a problem because if you have this chain of people that are ultimately connected to alien demons that require human sacrifice, how do you think they're getting that human sacrifice? I would assume through human trafficking. I would assume through aborted fetuses. These are all things that publicly set off the liberal media. Like they get pissed about it if you just talk about it. They act like this nation needs abortion. You know, so people like like Tim Cult say the death cult, and it's true, Candace Owens, they say the death cult, I think it's an anti-religion. I think it's tied to this demonic alien species that you're talking about these entities just assuming if that's if, if if there's a monicum of truth there that that ties in very neatly with all of these things all of these weird lizard conspiracy theories and human sacrifice uh, uh trafficking and then i was listening to a podcast today where they were um trying to take a serious scientific approach to zombification and it's interesting the that what the, and I still need to finish it and see what they conclude but so far they're talking about zombies and zombification being something that was they've tried to make it into a scientific thing and that they're trying to like based on you know stories out of Haiti and and cultural things in Haiti that like witch doctors according to legend were like turning people into zombies and then making them work on plantations and so you'd have these like zombified people working as slaves. And and they were talking about this back in like 2017 on this podcast. I think it's I think it came out in 2017. And it's like, well, it's really interesting because like they they're they're in the podcast they're saying, hey, it's really interesting that they talk about zombies working in the office and working in bakeries and working throughout society doing these menial tasks that you don't want them to do. They're they're the downtrodden outcasts of society and then they connected it to the human trafficking and prostitution and you get these chicks hooked on drugs and then they're basically zombified and now i'm really looking at all this stuff from a different light like what if people really are zombified and what if our government is for real for real doing experimentation of zombification to a degree that they can control and that they can strip it down to its most bare bones scientific form. Like we're going to get into some stuff this season. I remember when I was a kid watching one of the Night of the Living Dead movies and 
the premise of the particular one that I was watching was that scientists were doing experiments with zombies and the zombies escaped the lab. Now in the movie they were they're living dead and if they bite you then you turn then you basically die and then you turn into a zombie. But going off the the lore of zombification, it sounds like it's a process that slowly takes over your mind and maybe you die in the end, but it takes a long time. You're like this mindless soulless thing that just but you're still you still have enough wits about you to do menial tasks. That sounds a lot like SSRIs. That sounds a lot like this de- anti-depression medication and anti-anxiety medication that you keep putting these kids on and then they snap and they flip out and they shoot a bus driver or shoot up a school or something and you're like, "Well, why did he how did he get the guns? I can't believe he got the guns." And it turns out he was on SSRIs the whole time. Like it sounds like the government has has their own med, you know, laboratory sterile scientific version of zombification that they've been experimenting with for years only to leak out some of that stuff into the general public in the form of the living dead because it's also interesting that they always have have to find a way to tell us what they're doing going back to v from the 80s and 90s so yeah it's wild man like if you got this little black book from the 60s or the 70s or whatever talking about all of this this weird lizard alien species killing requiring human blood sacrifice and then like look at our nation as it is going back to tucker tucker's talking about how you you're not supposed to know what the elites do they don't want you to know what they're up to because our government is up to some crazy crazy stuff man inhuman demonic stuff there was like this I was listening to a clip from one of Tim Pool's podcasts where some dude was trying to take down this government plant because, okay, this requires a little backstory. Anthony Fauci was funding a really inhumane experiment where they were basically experimenting with sand fleas on beagles or something. I don't know what they were trying to find out, but they were basically breeding these beagle puppies cutting their vocal cords so that they don't have to hear them whine so that they can't whimper and then they would like lock their head in a box and then release these sand fleas on them to see if they would spread a disease or something so these sand fleas are like eating their heads alive and the and they were whining and crying so their solution was to cut their vocal cord anthony fauci the covid vaccine guy was the one who was running and authorizing that experiment and then we found out and I, I know this one's all, this was like one of the later videos that he released. They had a rotten meat cannibal, cannibalization program where basically cats and dogs from the wet market were being shipped over to the U.S. from China. And then they were taking all of that, all of those carcasses, rotten, rotten carcasses, and then grinding it in the meat and feeding it to kittens until they died from it. And I don't know, again, what they're trying to find out, but this stuff sounds demonic. And when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, this sounds demonic. This is literally insanity. It's it's nonsense. It's demonic. It doesn't... I've been having some nightmares about nonsensical things. I think basic, probably induced by this kind of information. And that's that's what this group is trying to get these government plants shut down. 
because when they look at the what the what Anthony Fauci's group has been funding, they keep finding this crazy. It's not even science fiction. It's just horror show stuff. So if they're doing stuff like that, I would not be surprised that the government has has long since experimented with zombification. Looking at the peer reviewed stories on what we've learned from other countries and other cultures involving and because it's involving drugs, it's involving, you know, medicines and stuff. Now, the difference is that in Haiti, the medicines and the drugs that they would use to zombify somebody, they they prepare it in a ritualistic fashion. So there's a spiritual element to it. But our government is is like a naturalist atheist government. They wouldn't they would try to separate the magic from the science and try to find a scientific way to achieve the same ends. But that doesn't mean that they haven't monitored and witnessed the demonic magical side of it i wouldn't put it past the government man to be out there like having these witch doctors like okay turn this dude into his and then he shows him how he does it and they're you know they don't believe in the god that the witch doctor does so they're just like hey since they don't believe in demons they're trying to figure out what's really going on what's really real and looking at all the ingredients and they running all these experiments trying to like how do we do, do the zombie I've also heard videos from years ago. That somebody said it was uh, Bill, um, the Microsoft dude, but it, it didn't look or sound like him. But it was like some sort of government briefing about a pill that basically like makes you into a zombie. And they were saying it, they would use this pill to make people less religious. And it was supposed to be a drug that targeted the brain that functioned in religion it would make you less religious. I've seen research about magnets that are supposed to make you think more like a liberal. So basically like brain damage makes you into a liberal. I I did an episode back at the zero hour where we talked about the, the physical differences between the liberal and conservative brain. And it largely was centered around the disgust factor where conservatives uh, and people who are considered more moral are easily disgusted by certain things where liberals tend to not be disgusted and they're more curious to it. They're more open to it. They're more willing to allow these things, which to me seems like a version of sociopathy, you know, where you're a sociopath. You don't know the difference between right and wrong. You're not disgusted by things you should be disgusted by. That seems like a defect. And that's what I'm saying. Like all of these things fit in the same pool. If you have desensitized sociopathic and psychopathic people working in some sort of official capacity trying to make a science out of things that are demonic, then it's no wonder that we're seeing a lot of the stuff that we're seeing today, including this alien stuff that's going on in the news and now the FBI wants to kill this guy. So we're going to look at... um, we're going to look at this story a little closer, and I'm also going to be trying to continue to find the information on the uh, the little black book. And it um, it'll get weird when I do find that information out. This is all stuff that I don't think I ever really wanted to talk about during the zero hour, and I probably could have and should have. But you're, we're talking about it now because apparently this is mainstream. There's some weird, dark science going on in America that we're not talking about and the stuff that we are talking about is so bizarre. Um, 
last one, uh, I can't remember who was talking about it. They're, they want to artificially inseminate trans men with babies. Bro, this stuff is coming down the pipeline. It's bizarre and it's, and it's dark and it's demonic. And as long as they keep trying to separate the spiritual element of this dark demonic stuff, and it's still ritualistic, it's still demonized. It's still, people, it's still gonna demonize people. It's still gonna mess people up. But um, the hope is that people are getting sick of this woke stuff. I mean, yeah, that's a little bit of a good thing. I know part of the writer's strike I just found out today is that they are bringing people in to, um, these companies are bringing in people to fix the woke scripts, including Marvel Disney, to fix the woke scripts because they're tired of losing money. So there's a little bit of light at the end of the rainbow, but you still have to keep in mind, we have, for real, for real, demonized individuals in high positions of power who are sociopaths, who are psychopaths, who are demonized or some combination of the three in high positions of power in our government, in our society. Like we have monsters among us and I'm not trying to expose, you know, I'm not about separating the wheat from the tear. That's God's job, but we are called to expose evil when we find it and to be a light in the darkness. And so I I'd have, maybe I have a different interpretation of what that means but when I see people openly proclaiming this kind of darkness, it's like we should at least take them seriously with their word for it. So that's it. That's all I got for today. Um, tell a friend, get them freaked out real good, and I'll keep being interesting. Or um, if I get no response, then I'm going to you know, just randomly pivot and start talking about something else because I need, I need to know where you guys are at. And everybody who has been sending me feedback through Telegram channels, I really appreciate it. So go to go to Telegram and find the Zero for Hire podcast. I'm going to make it like a maybe an official private thing where you have to invite people. They can't just randomly jump in. I don't want to limit folks like that, but like I would rather you guys reach out to me and say, "Hey, I want to be in the Telegram group." Then then they have some random spammer in there like sending me pictures of their draws and stuff because Telegram can get weird. Um. Value for value, guys. All I'm asking you for right now is to share with other people, get other people on the Substack to sign up and to listen to the show. I need to grow this audience size so that we can do good things. And everything right now is free. But um, also, the other value for value system we have set up is the Fountain app. If you listen to the show on Fountain, you can stream sats. And I have a listener already doing that, and I appreciate it. Uh, Zaza, he streams some sats. Next time you do it, um, keep in mind you can do boostograms or you can send it with a message. So if you're streaming sats and you want to send a message, h- hit me up and I will definitely throw that into the notes. Um, stuff that's going on in my world, I'm working on a documentary right now. I should have a good portion of that done by the end of the week. I do have two very strong job prospects. Um, one of them seems to have fallen off. I was going to do some very intense physical work for somebody, but, um, I don't think that he got the bid for that job. Um, and I have an application in at the city, which I did talk to the mayor today. And then I have another friend trying to get me into a restaurant 
And I, I mean, it's not about like status or importance or anything for me. It's about taking care of my family. That's all a job is. Now, the one at the city, if that does lead to something other than me just picking up doo-doo out of the park, maybe there's some opening for politics or something. I don't know. But with the way things are going, I'm, I'm not sure what that's going to look like. Um, the Republicans are... We'll talk about the Republicans. Lindsey Graham and just all this warmongering weirdness with Ukraine. Uh, we're going to talk about that a different day. But... Yeah, so follow me on, uh, join the Telegram group, not follow me, join the Telegram group, listen to the show on Fountain app or on CurioCaster or any podcast 2.0 enabled app. That's what you should be looking for when you're looking for a podcast app, a podcast 2.0 enabled app, because uh, I'm going to rant for a minute here. iTunes co-opted the podcast movement and they have the whole thing encapsulated. And they're not they're not serving the podcast community. They're wokeifying it. They're kicking off people that are trying to make a living for themselves. And they're and they're reinserting their own versions of stuff. Um, and that's all corporatized. Podcast 2.0 is the next evolution. They're adding more features. They're adding like live stream type features, boostergrams. You heard me mention that because we need decentralized versions of what these corporations like Google and I, Apple are trying to do it's cool technology it's mainstream they give it to you for free but that means you're the product and there's all this advertising and the, come on man try to watch try, try to watch a youtube video on on your tv youtube tv i'm getting like six and seven ads now it's ridiculous i can't even i don't even remember what their video is about because i'm getting so many ads so i can't watch it on, i stopped watching it on tv because there's too many advertisements they're ruining this stuff and there's a renaissance coming and so podcast 2.0 apps, that's something you should be searching for. Value for value, that's something you should be searching for. Look for those terms because that's where the true spirit of podcasting is. That's where I'm at. Um, right now I'm going through Substack, and I'm going to write it out and see how things work. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm also going through social media and making my accounts private because, like I said, I think we made a huge mistake with social media as a society and this is my first step in recovering my life instead of trying to get big on social media oh instagram and facebook because it was like why why am i trying to get you to follow me why am i trying to grow a following on a on a group and stuff well now i can tell you you know before it was like because i want people to hear my music and i want to spread okay i'm trying to have a community that supports the art that i make podcasting, music. Like I said, I'm making a documentary right now. I'm going to have that done by the end of the week. I'm going to have a lens review video done um, hopefully this week. And if my distributor ever gets back to me about this song, I'll probably start putting up the songs for the resonant dissonance. I'm, I'm looking over this new technology about podcast 2.0 versions of releasing music. So there might be something there. So if you're on like... If you're listening on Spotify, it's like it's okay. Look, that's good for you. That's convenient for you, but it's not. It's not good for the artists. It's definitely not good for podcasters. Like, there's literally nothing in it for me to put my podcast on Spotify. So that's not happening. I'm not putting my podcast on Spotify. Um, they 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 don't get my feed, man. They're not gonna they're not gonna use me up and then just get rich off my back and and there's nothing in it for me. 
and Substack's not not doing that right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the Substack train. I'm gonna build my audience there, and we're gonna continue to grow. And I'm gonna be releasing more stuff on the Substack. I have everything I need, just like on Odyssey, except it's not some weird blockchain thing, so it's not hard to use. As long as Substack is easy to use for my for my audience. I will continue to invest in that. And as long as they're not messing with me about what I post, I will continue to invest in that. So you're getting podcasts today that's more in the spirit of what I generally do because I'm not worried about work and stuff. Like I have some good prospects. So please pray for me on that. But then also, I'll, you'll get my videos. You'll get my music. So you're getting all of this creative creativity flowing again because I feel safe. you know, And I feel like this is an environment that I can invest in. So thank you for listening. I, I pray, I hope that you will continue to invest in me as I continue to invest in this platform and invest in myself and continue to build this podcast, this stream, this channel into something valuable for you, valuable for me, valuable for the community that we're building together. Um, that's it for tonight. I'm sure this is about that time. I'll turn this light on and yep, it's 40 minutes, man. I'm, I'm going longer and longer every time. Uh, Good luck sleeping tonight, because I'm sure I gave you plenty to, to freak out about, and I'll make sure to put some sort of warning in the description here. I'll talk to you guys uh, in a couple days.